Hey, we're recording, Will. Uh-oh. Welcome to That's Good Sports Podcast. Will Keys here with me, Brandon Perna, ready to whisper sweet, sweet football somethings into your ears. Uh, just a warning. Usually, Will and I prepare for a podcast today. Not as much as normal. Uh, we're both a, a little, a little pressed for time today. You can just, you can just say that it was me. It's fine. <laughs> well, that's all right. I'm like trying 95. To, I'm trying to. Get hey, we'll it. see how good we are at improving, because usually we script every single word that we say. Yeah, yeah. We 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 write out an hour and twenty minute podcast script. It's like NPR. It's like when NPR does their podcast. Right. Where it takes me four months to produce a fifteen minute podcast on the election. That's right. Well, you use uh, placards too. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm talking about. They rule. I've been a floss placker for a long time, Will. Honestly, who has the time to like unfurl? A big thing of floss tied around your fingers. No, it's and, that's the part that sucks is tying it around your fingers and then. And what are you supposed to do? Like it put in. it in your mouth? Like put your fingers in your mouth? No, thank you. Nah, don't don't uh, ever put I've your got, fingers in your mouth. I've got a, uh, a weird anecdote from. Uh, that's what you're supposed to do on podcasts, right? Like just lead in with a personal story. Yeah, I mean, you're supposed to do anything that's entertaining, which is yeah, still well, like the so, area we're trying to <laughs> figure out. <laughs> I, uh, I think that ship has sailed. Yeah, give me but, your uh, anyway. Give me your antidote. On, uh, the Halloween night, I was about ninety-seven beers deep, and uh, I was walking home at you know at the fairly unreasonable hour of the night, and uh, I saw the Uber prices, and it was like thirty dollars. And I was like, no, that's okay. And so I walked back like twenty-five blocks. Not too bad. But I got really bored. And then I basically listened to all the podcasts on my phone. So I had nothing really new. Uh, and then I was listening to another one and it ran out like halfway through. Not my battery, the podcast had finished. And so the only one I had was this podcast. And so I was walking around and I didn't have headphones. So I was walking through downtown Sacramento, uh, listening to my own podcast at full volume. That's badass. <laughs> I like well, that a lot. I'm an insane person, but, uh, Oh, I, didn't really, God. I didn't have any other options. That's really funny. <laughs> That's uh, well, if you're ever like uh, in rehab for alcohol abuse, you're gonna look back at, at that as your your rock bottom. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's probably. <laughs> I was at my lowest when I was walking around downtown Sac listening to my own podcast without headphones. How vain of me! It, because. Did Ironic, take- because I hate those people that listen to music with uh, without headphones, oh earphones. But there really weren't that many people out, so I didn't feel that bad. That's all right. Uh, yeah. did, did you take anything away from our podcast? I don't remember a single word of it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Every now and then, like, uh, like when I'm trying to find a clip from an old episode. Cause I don't ever rewatch my shit. Um, no, neither so, do I. but like when I try to find a clip sometimes and I can't remember what part of an episode or what episode it is, I end up having to like watch some of our, our stuff. Sometimes I'm like, Oh fuck, that was not good. And other times I'm like, dang, that was a really good joke. And, uh, I was just curious to see if you had felt like the podcast was any good when you're listening oh, to yeah, it. We, super all, drunk. we always, um, 
you never know what people think is funny. No. Sometimes like the jokes you feel worse, the worst about end up being uh, big hits. Yeah, which is a good segue into uh, my hater comment of the week. Yes. Which uh, uh, this came from Tyson Silver. And the worst ones are all, like we've talked about are always the ones where they say how much they like the show and then tell you something sucked, uh, which this one is. Now, to give people to set up what happened, Will and I were working on the episode that had the Chargers maybe moving to London thing. And I had started to write like a joke about the Chargers are second fiddle in Los Angeles to the Rams. And I was like, I set it up with like, what's worse than being second fiddle? And then I said third fiddle. And I didn't know where I was going to go with that joke. And then Will just came in and just put fourth fiddle and fifth fiddle. And I was like, that might be the, the funniest way to go. So when I shot the episode, I just kept going with fiddles. Yeah, I was, I was like, when is, it, when is this going to end? Because <laughs> I, I watched it. I, I could have kept going. Uh, but I went, to, I went to 18, and um, somebody thought that was really funny. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm glad they liked that joke. And then so I used that clip on Twitter. <laughs> and Tyler Silver <laughs> was like, that joke went on about 30 seconds too long and made me have to click away from the video. The video is less than two minutes long, by the way. That hurt. I love your content, but that's the first time I have actually cringed. So, don't know. You, you just don't know, Will. You, you really never know. Um, Tyson, I'm sorry you had to go through that. Sorry, Tyson. I'm sorry we put you through that, uh, and I hope you're recovering uh, nicely. I do too. Uh, but I still stand by that joke. I will, I will I gladly it. do it again. I, and we will. We will. Just, I mean, just like we reference how many kids Rivers has basically once a week. Oh, yeah, we beat it into the ground. Yeah, who would have known that? I thought beating off was just, uh, was just a throwaway line, and now it's, it's putting my kids through college. That That's joke. right. That's With right. Beating off. Big dick player. Like these Not as many just, kids as uh, Philip Rivers has to put through college, but you know, a sizable <laughs> amount nonetheless. That is tying it together. Um, now, we asked for suggestions also in the last podcast because on this YouTube channel, if you're watching it, we've partnered with Blue Wire. That transition is happening. You're going to start seeing more podcasts here. But somebody was like, make these shorter. Uh, and today, today, you're going to get your wish, buddy. You are. You are. Hopefully. Because uh, God knows we get off track. Yeah. First, though, okay, a couple news stories, and then we'll get into our game predictions. I believe we are even again on the prediction, so we're still neck and neck. Yeah. Uh, but today, and I'm working on a video for this on the main channel, but Antonio Brown posted on both Instagram and Twitter uh, basically saying, fuck, and then he added the NFL. So Instagram, okay. Also, AB was scheduled to meet with the NFL on Thursday to discuss his civil uh, suits against him for the sexual assault and rape allegations. So he was supposed to get a chance to clear that up. And then today, for some reason, he thought it would be a good time to say, fuck the at NFL. I'm going down another path. No more making money off my blood and sweat. No more control of my name and body. Clear my name as I am done with it. So you fantasy fucks can let it go. On, that is pretty funny calling them fantasy fucks. Yeah. And then on uh, Twitter, he wrote, imagine conforming to a system, giving it 100% to see them treat me like this is unfairly. Yes, unfairly. 
making money off my sweat, sweat and blood. Fuck the at NFL. I'll never play in that shit. Treat black people the worse, worse. <laughs> Clear my name and go fuck yourself. So, do you think that NFL still meets with him on Thursday? I mean, they have to, right? I don't know. I mean, Ian Rappaport basically said um, that it looks like they'll still meet, assuming AB shows up. But uh, I don't know how much we need to get into this, but I did want to update on him doing that right before he had a chance to clear his name (laughs) or try to clear his name. Right. The great thing is that he's still so talented that the Seahawks almost picked him up last week. Yeah, a week ago, the Seahawks are looking into Antonio Brown. Uh, they decided on Josh Gordon. Yeah. And maybe, like, maybe that's what AB is upset about. I don't know. Probably. He's yeah. upset about everything. Another uh, wide receiver who wants to return to the NFL is Des Bryant, who said that he is going to reach out to teams in two weeks. So, Brandon, my question for you is, what playoff team would you want to put Des Bryant on? Has to be a playoff team because at this point, you know, we're trying to. Yeah. That's what that's what it's all about in November and December. Is that why he's waiting two weeks too? <laughs> just, I don't know. I think he's just trying to get up to to game speed. Uh, he just decided to start training his body. That's probably still in peak physical condition. Yeah. Uh, well, the interesting thing is, last year around this time, Des Bryant didn't he sign with the Saints? Right. He did they needed receiver help, and then. I don't think he ever played with them. Um, whew, the Seahawks, they just add Josh Gordon, so I don't think Seattle needs him. And Tyler Lockett's really good, and DK Metcalf's playing really well with Seattle. Um, there's everybody saying the Patriots, right, that he'll go to the Patriots. I, I mean, don't put anything past New England. But Yeah, I mean, it feels like – I don't, I don't know if there's anything to be added necessarily at wide receiver because they threw the ball to Muhammad Sanu 10 times. Yeah, they made their play. They've got they Edelman. I mean, we're still waiting for Gronk to unretire and join right. them. So 49ers added Emmanuel Sanders already. Yeah, uh, I think they're I think they're probably set too. I mean, I think I, I feel like I put everybody on the Bills, but I would put Des Bryant on the Bills just because I feel like they're a team that's gonna Close. need a few big play, a few more big plays out of their offense. It gives Josh Allen, who's not the most accurate quarterback in the world, a bigger target. I like that nice catch radius. Um, I feel like I just put everyone in the Bills, but I I like the Bills. So that's a, I think that's uh, a good fit in the playoffs. I think like that is a a team where it feels like Cole Beasley does a lot of the work at wide receiver and. The one thing Des Bryant has always been like best at is red zone jump ball. Just yeah. throw it up and let him fucking catch it. So yeah, I could see that. Maybe it depends. Like um, whatever's going on with is Brandon Cooks the one that's in concussion protocol or keeps having injury issues with the Rams? Yeah. Um, maybe the Rams. I don't know. Poor bastard. Um, that would make sense. Like I know I saw today that Cooper Cup leads the league in yards after contact or some shit or catch. Right. He, he doesn't really do the same, any of the same things that those receivers do. Cause you think about Robert Woods, uh, Brandon cooks and um, 
Cooper Cup, they're all pretty shifty. Yeah, it just feels like they Des have Bryant's like three slot receivers. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then Josh Reynolds, who's a little more of an X style receiver traditionally. Um, but yeah, they could use a receiver too. Yeah, I mean I don't know where I don't know how much football Des has in him. Him and DT, their careers both really kind of just went off a cliff. Faded at the same time. They both got paid at the same time. They can't. Yeah, DT's better. Kind of um, odd. Uh, okay, last thing I wanted to talk about before we go through all the games, uh, Mitch Trubisky. Uh, <laughs> he he wants he wanted all the televisions to be turned off at the Bears facility. He said something like, "There's too many people talking about the Bears." who don't know what's going on, just needed to turn off the TVs, turn out the noise, put on earmuffs or some shit. So uh, what I want to ask you, Will, is do you think Mitch Trubisky crossed a line by insulting television? Yeah, I would, you don't say a crossword about television. Um, yeah, you don't turn the TVs off. Mitch. I know the television raised both you and I. Yeah. And that's like, you know, that's like saying something bad about your own mother. That's right. I learned the facts of life by so, watching the facts of life. I, I learned, I watched the facts of what, wait, fuck. I learned the facts of life from watching uh, full house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cable guy. <laughs> Is that a line from that? Uh-huh. What's his name? Of- uh, Ricky Ricardo. That is a, that's an underrated movie. It no, gets kind of cable guy's good. It's, that is a very it's good dark. Movie. It's probably yeah. a little bit accurate. Um, it's got Jack Black before he became Jack Black in yeah. kind of an un-Jack Blacky role. Yeah. Anyway, I yeah, I mean, I feel like the TV should have been turned off. Anyways, like, why would you? Like, are they sitting around watching first take? Is this why their offense sucks? Because they're, you know, they're watching around the horn instead of going through like installations and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I think if everybody were talking bad about me on TV, I would demand that it would be that it be turned off at <laughs> my work yeah. as well. Uh, Mitch is receiving all of the criticism for the Bears' problems, and he deserves a lot of it. Like he's just not playing well. It's uh, <laughs> I don't know. That, that's you got to have a good quarterback. Got to play. Got to play good quarterback football if you want to be good quarterback football. All right, thank you, Terry Bradshaw. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> well, speaking of Terry Bradshaw, did you see Chris uh, Chris uh, Carter got uh, let go from Fox Sports? And I did not. What sounds happened? like he was angry that he wasn't asked to fill in for Terry Bradshaw on Thursday night broadcast, and so did Terry Bradshaw step down. No, I just like think he couldn't do it for a night or something, oh. and they had somebody else fill in, and uh, I guess he deleted some tweets criticizing Fox or some shit. I don't know. There's a lot of wide receiver news this week. Yeah, that's <laughs> wide receivers who aren't in the league news. That's by far the uh, worst pregame show is Fox. Oh man, Kurt, yeah. Terry, Howie, Michael, and Jimmy. Yeah, I watched it. I forget which one I watched, but I was like, I agree, I concur. It was not. It's not good. Oh, yeah, it was before the Broncos-Chiefs game. Oh, yeah. And, yes, the Broncos lost, so whatever. They were kind of right. But they they essentially hired Colin Cowherd to do a two-minute segment 
where he just shat on the Broncos. <laughs> it was just him ripping everything about it. I was like, how how does this get like approved? This I don't know. It may it may be mad. It may They're be just, very mad. Yeah, they have the only thing I I like on that network is Lock It In, their gambling show. Oh, they I have haven't seen that. Sal and um the host, the host of that show is the love of my life, and I'll just leave it at that. Oh, uh, she's like, she's like, uh, oh, it's a she. K, she's like my K Adams. You oh. have your K Adams. I have my, I have my uh, fantasy sports talk show host woman. Gotcha. Yeah. I'll research her after this. Oh, <laughs> you will. And then um, I'll I'll send her fake messages as you. Oh, maybe she'll respond. Yeah, I'll be a good wingman. <laughs> Ever see an untucked button-down? They look bad. Why? Because they weren't meant to be worn that way. Thankfully, there's Untuck It, the original button-down shirt actually designed to be worn untucked. No matter your size or shape, Untuck It shirts always fall at the perfect untucked length. And with the holidays near, there's no better gift for your favorite guy who needs an upgrade. With more than 50 plus fit combinations, Untuck It shirts look great on tall, short, slim, and athletic guys of all ages. You can find your favorite Untuck It style online or check out one of their 80 brick and mortar stores. Choose from styles like wrinkle free button downs, super soft flannels, outerwear, and more. And their website is so easy, they even have a whole page devoted to helping you find your fit. So whether you're shopping for the perfect holiday gift or just trying to craft a small relaxed style of your own, Untuck It is the way to go. Visit UntuckIt.com and use code BLUE for 20% off at checkout. That's UntuckIt.com and promo code BLUE for 20% off. We've got a lot of buys this week, which is kind of nice for us. <laughs> yeah, it's three less games to cover basically this week. And you don't have to do a video for uh, – And I don't have to do a full Broncos recap. Broncos, yeah. Um, although we could review the bye week, see how they did. Win. Uh, yeah, obviously we've got the Broncos on bye, the Texans as well, uh, our future AFC West rival, the Houston Texans. Right. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are starting Nick Foles at quarterback, the New England Patriots, uh, you got stomped by the Ravens. The Eagles and the W Word Redskins all have a week 10 bye. So that right. leaves uh, just uh, one, two, three, four, five, 13 games. Uh, 26 teams are playing this week. Ah. Oh, real quick. First, yeah. Uh, with, the, with the Texans, the AFC West thing, right. one joke of yours that I thought was really good was the, uh, the no fly zone one about oh, the. Yeah. Iranian airspace flying to London, no fly zone thing. But then I thought, because the other joke was uh, nothing says London like Texas or something, right? Nothing says London like Texas. But then I thought with Brexit, isn't Texas a lot like England? And that they, yeah, they both they, want to basically be their own country. Right. I Maybe mean, they, the most like... England uh, already was its own country, but... <laughs> Uh, it's his own country, yeah. Uh, it's just, but you know what I mean. I do know what you mean. Yeah, they want to break apart from the union. Okay. Technically, the United States is a union. Ah, see, yeah, and Texas wants to be its own thing. And yes. So that was, 
I couldn't figure out a, a quick, good way to write that in, so I didn't. But I wanted you to know that's where my <laughs> head was. Thank you at. for explaining it to everybody. That you're uh, welcome. Didn't yeah, didn't know what was going on. Um, yeah, the point is we don't want to play Deshaun Watson two fucking times a year. No, nah, he's getting stronger every week. No, please let us have whoever the Chargers start after Philip Rivers. Probably someone really shitty. But speaking of those Chargers, they're playing tonight at the Coliseum. It's the last primetime game in the stadium's history. Yes. Big. Until they move back in two years, most likely. So we've got a 4-4 four and four team against a 4-5 and five team. The Chargers – they're turning things around a little bit. They lost, or they won their last two games against the Bears and the Packers. Really impressive game last week against Green Bay. Uh, Raiders also had an impressive win against an NFC North opponent, uh, beating the Lions at home. Uh, who do we want to lose this game more? Yeah, this is tough. Like, do I think the Broncos have a chance? No, but as a fan, you're always looking at which team can we <laughs> can we catch. So I kind of want the Raiders to win and give the Chargers their sixth loss because then with the win, the Broncos and the Chargers are tied. Um, but I never, ever want to see the Raiders win. It's really like – this is a tough yeah. one for me, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I mostly like having, having them um, – if they're going to win, I want them to do really well and then have – all of their hopes and dreams uh, pulled out from underneath them immediately, which we did see in 2016, um, which, you know, I didn't want Derek Carr to break his leg or anything, but it was very funny that they had to start Connor Cook in a playoff game. Objectively hilarious that they had to do that. Uh, but I think I'm going to root for the Raiders tonight. Um, I have a, a, I have kind of a personal uh, – affinity for the Oakland Coliseum, not just because of the Raiders games, because of the Oakland A's. Um, yeah, yeah, sure, why not? They get, you know, have your, One, have your little day, have your party. This um, is the closest, style. closest thing they might get to a Super Bowl. You probably, right? yes. Okay. Who? Jeez. Are you, you're going to pick the Raiders nope. to win? Yeah, picking the – wait. No, 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 no. That was who I want to see when I'm going to take no, – no, heavens, though. I'm going to take the Chargers. Okay. Okay. Who are you taking? Uh, I think I'm going to take the Raiders. Okay. I got to gain some ground. I'll take the Raiders. Yeah, we were a little too similar last week. Um, yeah. How about the Kansas City Chiefs at the Tennessee Titans? Waiting for Patrick Mahomes to get back. He might play. He might not. I think it would be just colossally stupid. Uh, if they played him in this game, uh, you well, beat you beat the Vikings last week with Matt Moore, who he's as good as Patrick Mahomes, if not better. Um, <laughs> fair enough. That throw to Tyree Kill was more impressive I've ever, than anything I've ever seen Patrick Mahomes do. Um, the question is, you know, I think the Chiefs are going to win this game, regardless of who's who plays quarterback. Uh, the question is, is there a, con- a quarterback controversy in Kansas City? Yes, and it is between Matt Moore and then the other guy coming back. Chad Henney. Chad Henney. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean. You got to give Ch- Chad Henney a look at some point. Right? You, you got to play Henney. You got to play Henney against Tennessee. Yep. 
It, uh, because it almost rhymes with the Tennessee. Henny, and, Tennessee. Tennessee, Tennessee. Ooh, yep. Chad Henney in Tennessee. Now that's the back. That's where he needs to be a backup. He's been in the league for 10,000 years. Yeah, I remember when I thought Chad Henney might be the Dolphins' answer at quarterback. Yeah, they thought so too. And then they thought Matt Moore was going to be their lifetime backup. He's just too much of a meathead. Have you seen the size of his head? It's all Matt Moore's head is huge. No, no, no. Uh, Chad Henney. Oh, I think they both have huge heads. They're both pretty big, yeah. Matt Moore looks angry all the time. But Chad Maybe his Henney, face he just looks, looks stupid. Like he puts his helmet on and his face is all scrunched up because his, like his cheeks and his, his big head just can barely fit into the largest helmet they have. That would be a good uh, funny looking guy to do sometime to see like which player once they put their helmet on makes them look like they lost the most IQ points. Yes, that would be fun. I can tell you, uh, Jay Cutler was definitely he because he looks kind of stupid off the field, especially like his rookie year because uh, he's like a little chubby and like had dumb hair. But once he put on his helmet, he looked like the coolest player in the NFL. You got that the opposite there? Yeah. Made him look yeah. badass? Uh-huh. I think so. We'll save that for an episode. I'll take the Chiefs, though. Okay, we're both taking the Chiefs. Uh, all right, how about the Bills at the Browns? Uh, for some reason, Cleveland is f- yeah, they're favored. favored by three at home? That's what, what I fuck? saw. You can double-check it. I yeah, never double-check my work. I believe you. Uh, yeah, I don't no, know why they're dumb. they're favored at home. Everybody keeps waiting for the Browns to turn it around. Uh, uh, the announcers, Kevin Harlan and Rich Gannon, were talking about the Browns last week like, you know, they're on the verge of a playoff run. That was a 2-5 and five football team. Broncos they, don't get that credit. They were a half game ahead of the Broncos, uh, who now have a better record. Um, I Give me the Bills. This is stupid. I'm I like the Bills, the too. Because what's the strength of the Bills? Their defense. What's the weakness of the Browns? Anything they're trying to do on offense. Really so, anything. Yeah. Uh, I think you like – Kareem Hunt back. Uh, is he going to play this week? Sounds like he's going to be in a limited role. Interesting. Which I think is actually going to help them because uh, they don't really have anybody behind Nick Chubb and they want to – you know, they should just run Nick Chubb into the ground. But – yeah. Uh, and I think that's going to be hard to do. Really valuable third down back. Yeah, running against Buffalo is tough. I think they their defensive front is kind of like their strength. So unless Baker turns it around this week, as the unless it's the actual week, like I see this being a sloppy game that the Bills win, and Josh Allen's yeah. playing smarter football than Baker Mayfield right now. So I like yeah. I like the Bills. I got to believe in the Bills. Bills. All right. Uh, Cardinals at Buccaneers. Bucks are favored by four and a half. Yeah. At home. My uh, note here, sneaky fun game to watch, Will. Mm. I think you're right. Uh, I just want to put it out there that I hate watching the Buccaneers. <laughs> uh, Jameis Winston just aesthetically is not pleasing to my eyes to watch play quarterback. Um <laughs> the uniforms are god-awful. This is a god-awful uniform matchup. Maybe as bad as what we saw last week in Denver. Uh, I hate the stadium. I hate uh, the way the light shines. Uh, it, it just reminds you – it makes you hungover watching that team. 
in that stadium. So uh, for that reason, I am going to take the Cardinals. Ooh. I'm going to take Tampa Bay. Um, taking, I've taken all road teams here. Yeah, I'm going to take Tampa Bay at home. They can score a lot of points. So I think Arizona's defense is can, will continue to be a liability. Uh, I just saw somebody posted like a, a tweet with Emmanuel Sanders just burning Patrick Peterson over and over again. Um, and I think Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, they're going to be too much for the Cardinals. Okay. But what I think is going to happen is a lot of touchdowns are going to happen in this game by That's both teams. Good. That is good. Yeah, the Cardinals are a fun team to watch, I think. And we need to uh, see we need to see Shaq Barrett get back onto the, the national radar with like a two yeah, or three sack yeah. game. Yeah, petered out a little bit. Still got ten and a half sacks, I think. Yeah, it's, but it's um, not. he's not going to hit 40 sacks like he was on pace for. No, I don't think so. Not this year. Maybe <laughs> next year. Support for Blue Wire comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past, because Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. That's just nasty. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant, and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code BLUEWIRE at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Again, get 20% off and free shipping with the code BLUEWIRE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code blue wire all right. um, i've taken all road teams but i can't in this next game oh, got yeah. two teams. the new york giants technically at the new york jets because the field will have a jets logo uh well i think they just do the nfl logo anyway so technically a jets home game do they uh, count this as a home game for the giants no i don't believe so no so it's a, it's kind of a nice uh, man, nice little boost. Not that it's going to matter for them in the long run. I feel like the Giants should have to play in London if they get the home game versus the Jets. That's, That's fair. the fair way. But the thing is, like, it doesn't. It's not really. It's just it shouldn't count as a full home game for either of them. Really, it's because it's just half and half, and probably there's probably more Giants fans. Yeah, I mean they I just—they don't have to travel. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I've never thought about this before, though. That's what's kind of weird. It is strange. Like I, I guess the know, Chargers and Rams. We've talked about it, but those are right, the only no two cities, right? Team, so who cares? Um, anyway, I'm taking the Giants. I, I still, uh, I like Daniel Jones. He turns the ball over too much. Um, but hopefully he gets that sorted out. I think he's got one of the most uh, nice-looking spirals in the NFL. Uh, if you watch that Golden Tate catch on Monday yeah. Night Football. No, that was Ooh. sweet. The reason he was able to make that catch is because that ball just – So tight. Is, you so can't tight. not catch it. It's that tight. <laughs> it just spins right into your – the death grip of your big wide receiver hands. Yeah, and like people think I'm joking, but having a nice tight spiral makes the ball so much easier to catch. Yeah, as somebody who throws them, I know. 
I know. Yeah. You and I, you and I both. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, Daniel Jones, like he looks like a quarterback. You know what I mean? When you watch him he play. Does. And it's the mistakes he's making are, I think, correctable mistakes. It's like you just got to, once the game slows down for him a little bit, it looks like he'll be pretty good. And uh, nobody, nobody was going to say that uh, months ago. No, and um, on the other side, we've got a team that is just like falling off of a cliff. Yeah, we haven't even talked about the fact that they lost to the Dolphins. Which uh, it wasn't even particularly surprising. No. I mean, if you've been watching the Jets, you know they are really, really bad. At this point, maybe they lost on purpose to try to fuck the with Dolphins? the Dolphins tank. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's hard to say. I'm going to take the Giants, too, because I, I do think the Jets might actually be the worst team in the NFL. At, the, at this current point in time, I think you're right. Yeah, we'll see what Cincinnati does with uh, their quarterback. Yeah, Ryan, with Ryan Finley, right? Ryan yeah. Finley. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, Falcons, Saints. I think we can uh, both agree that we're taking the Saints. Yeah, yeah. Saints are 13-point favorites. Alvin Kamara should be back on the field. We both like the Saints. Okay, Ravens, Bengals, Ravens favored by 10. We both like the Ravens here? I like the Ravens. I, uh, I'll say it. I like them. I had to look up Ryan Finley's name because – I'd already forgotten it again. So, uh, he played at NC State for like eight years. He was a longtime player. Like, yeah, he's like 32 years old. He's like, he should be Hunter Renfro, should be his receiver. Right. Yeah. They're probably brothers uh, or twins or whatever. AJ Green was possibly going to play. It looks like he's not going to play. But why would he? Um, and now, really Lamar- setting up uh, Ryan Finley for yeah. success. Yeah, his, he still had swelling or some shit. I did see that Ingram and Jackson are both uh, on pace for 1,000 yards. Lamar Jackson has three hundred or 637 rushing yards. Ingram, 558. You think, you think Jackson will get there before Ingram? I think Ingram will catch up. Um, I'm not sure if Ingram's played every game this season. So I think that has something to do with it. I might be wrong, but I think as they get closer to the playoffs, uh, they'll probably – just ratchet it down with the Lamar Jackson runs or tell him to take it easy and wait to bust those out when it really matters. Uh, because I think they're, I think they're set just about in the AFC North. I don't see, I don't see Pittsburgh catching up. I think they've been fortunate recently and a couple of wins. Yeah. We'll um, get to them in a minute. Uh, yeah. My question for you is people have been talking about Lamar Jackson as a potential MVP. Do you do you agree with that? Yeah, I like those. I like that talk. I think. Do you? Well, w- when you think about like an MVP candidate, I think you have to consider like what that guy has meant for his team, and I think the Ravens are winning in Lam- because of Lamar Jackson. Um, yeah, they certainly wouldn't be. Uh, Six and two or whatever with Joe Flacco. Yeah. So like, and he's, I mean, he's really fun to watch. I think we, I think we need to see like another make you the MVP, you know? Yeah, yeah I know. I, I think we need to see like another big passing performance for, from him. Yeah. And I think getting he's got a ways to go. Getting Hollywood Brown back is going to help a little bit. He's already pretty good at utilizing like his tight ends. And I think just like 
the Bengals might be a good team, good team for you know the Ravens to do like kind of more of a pass heavy attack yeah, to beat up on. Right. So, <clears throat> you know, I, I think Lamar Jackson does mean a lot to that team. So I would put him up there, but really, I don't think I would put him ahead of Deshaun Watson right now or Russell Wilson. Or Russell Wilson. I think uh, I think he's like top five certainly, but. I have, I, you know, and I'm tired of the MVP being a quarterback award, you know. Right. I think Christian McCaffrey should be uh, considered up there with uh, any of the quarterbacks just because <laughs> yeah. the fact that they've been 5-1 and one in the last six games is not because of Kyle Allen. It's because of Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. And he's their best receiver and he's their best running back. And you talk <laughs> about Lamar Jackson being a passer and a runner. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is a, a runner and a receiver just That's as much. That's fair. I think that's he's affecting the game. He's affecting the game uh, more than a typical running back would. He's like truly an offensive we- weapon, like Le- uh, Le'Veon Bell tried to classify himself as. Um, yeah, and he, he's consistent every week. The Panthers would probably be nowhere without him. Um, that I said, I would put him in the same conversation as Russell Wilson right now. You have to have him up there. Twenty-two touchdowns, one pick. That team's pretty probably kind of bad without him yeah because their defense has not been really good this year (laughs) no not at all uh and then right Deshaun Watson especially uh playing really well after losing J.J. Watt uh the last couple games and we know it's a narrative award too um so plays like getting kicked in the eye and throwing a touchdown those those things really help more than uh just raw numbers I think like the Deshaun Watson, because his escapability, I feel like is on par with Lamar Jackson, but the difference is Lamar Jackson escapes and then like cranks out a 30 or 40 yard run. It's like Deshaun Watson escapes and then gets blasted. Mm -hmm. But right before he, you know, makes an incredible pass downfield. So I feel like Deshaun Watson takes way too many hits still um he does he he holds on to the ball a lot but if you take that away from him you're kind of changing that offense because he holds on the ball so routes can develop and he can throw deep which is what he's best at yeah kind of like Aaron Rodgers but again he just takes too many shots I think yeah he's probably got to find a middle ground where he's not getting just absolutely destroyed but he's he has not a great offensive line as well. So No, Tunsil's helped, but uh, still not great. Um, really looking forward to the eventual uh, – we, we get it again. We get it every year. It's, uh, <laughs> it's going to be uh, Bills at Texans on Saturday afternoon in Houston. Somehow the Houston Texans have that, that first wild card game on Saturday locked up. It's a beautiful tra- – it's a tradition uh, unlike any other. Not the Masters. It's wild card round in Houston. And they're going to lose. And I can't wait. Probably. <laughs> and that's why we're both taking the Ravens. <laughs> yeah, that's why we're both taking the Ravens. Uh, Lions at Bears. Bears still favored by two and a half for uh, some reason. They don't give me deserve Detroit. it. Give take- me Detroit. I'm going to take Chicago. Ah, crazy, well, I need man. to take a home team. Um, okay. Fuck, no one cares about this game. Dolphins at Colts. Colts favored by 10. I think the Dolphins, I think they come down. I, I think they come back down to earth. 
Yeah, they get back on track, start yeah. losing again. Jacoby Brissett could play. I think they're favored Probably by 10 with Brian Hoyer as the projected starter. So, I don't think uh, it matters, really. No, and the Colts are kind of like in the same situation, I feel like, as the Chiefs. So if Brissett sprained his MCL and you don't have to play him this weekend, I don't. Like, Hoyer wasn't terrible. You no, know, he, he just made one. He made really one terrible th- pick six throw. Uh, but other than that, he was all right. So I would not start Jacoby Brissett. I would play Hoyer, and I'm going to take the Colts. Yep, taking the Colts as well. Rams at Steelers, very interesting game. Uh, Super Bowl rematch from 1979. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I guess that's interesting. Uh, the Steelers are kind of getting it together uh, behind Mason Rudolph, who I think is, you know, it's hard to call him a fraud because he's, <laughs> he's a second-year quarterback, so that's a little strong. But I think he is going to get uh, exposed a little bit. And I think the Rams win big. Ooh. Big, I tell you. Yeah, this is interesting to me because I started to look at the Steelers again. They have won three games in a row. They've won four of their five uh, last games. Um, outside of their week one, 33-3 loss to the Patriots, the teams that they've been beaten by are Seattle by two points, the Niners by four points, and the Ravens by two. So I feel like Mike Tomlin's doing a pretty damn good job coaching. Yes, he is. Yeah, absolutely. And I like, I agree with you. I think like they've kind of gotten lucky in some of their wins, but they've managed to keep every game close regardless of the competition. And that's worth something. Their defense is starting to play pretty good football. Mika Fitzpatrick's made like a huge defense difference for their defense, but the Rams are kind of like a, a good team in a desperate situation, I feel like. So I'm going to go with you and say the Rams win. Yeah, and I'm always going to take uh, – with a really good coach like Sean McVay, I'm probably going to pick uh, – I'm really, I'm probably going to pick his team coming after a bye week. Oh, yeah. Uh, because it Extra feels like he's going to be prepared. And Mason Rudolph's got uh, a tough – like Aaron Donald is not a a good a good man to face if you're a young quarterback. <laughs> no, indeed, no. Uh, let's talk about another young quarterback. How about uh, Kyle Allen? It's the starter for the rest of the season um, in Carolina. This is interesting to me because Panthers. It's one thing to play Panthers. well in like an indefinite stretch of time, but knowing that he's the starter the rest of the way, and knowing that he's got a chance to take them to the playoffs. Uh, how does this? affect his composure yeah I feel like he's, a lot more pressure i feel like he's poised for a terrible game <laughs> <laughs> i think you might be right it's it, this is this is a really good test for kyle allen not only is there more pressure because now he knows he's the starter uh also the packers are coming off of a game where they basically just played like garbage and we've seen their defense play pretty good at times this year i yeah. think they're gonna play well against Carol I mean I don't know it's Christian McCaffrey you got Christian McCaffrey to take the pressure off um but you're going against Aaron Rodgers I feel like this is a I don't know when when you brought up the stats that were similar between Kyle Allen and Gardner Minshew 
I realized Minshew had almost a thousand more passing yards than Kyle Allen. So uh, I thought that was kind of interesting and kind of even more of a testament to Christian McCaffrey really being everything that's going right for the Panthers on the offense. Um, fuck. But I do, I do always bring up that I think Kyle Allen has helped this offense in one particular way. It's because we know that Cam Newton has, you know, he's a playmaker, but he has bad mechanics that affect his short passes particularly. And Kyle Allen, he's, you know, he's not a big play guy like Cam. He's not as dynamic, obviously. But one thing he's good at is he's got good mechanics and he puts those short passes in a place where McCaffrey can not only catch them, but catch them and run up the field uh, with ease. So I think that's, um, I think that's actually made a huge difference in their offense. I agree. Hold on, Will. Somebody's at the door. Oh, damn. False alarm. Thought I had to sign for this package. Okay. Um, you just went on about Kyle Allen. Yeah, uh, Kyle Allen. I said, I said, so I agree. I agree. I'm taking right, the Packers, though. I'm, I'm taking, taking the, the Packers. Packers <laughs> damn it. Okay, uh, god damn it. Vikings at the fucking Cowboys on primetime again. I couldn't believe this when I saw it. Dude, you know, I, I, uh, man, I can't pick against – I can't pick Kirk Cousins in primetime. I can't do it, especially on the road. I, it, I would be going against uh, everything I stand for if I picked the Vikings. So I have to pick the Cowboys. Um, I don't want to do it. I feel bad about it. Uh, I'm – Pissed off that we have we are subject to this fucking godforsaken, boring ass team again. It's uh, it's no wonder the Cowboys continue to make more money than any other team on earth. They get every primetime game. This is this is a good game in that I don't think the Cowboys are as good as. Well, I think the the Cowboys lost to the Jets. I don't think they're that bad, but I don't think they're hilarious. I don't think they're as good as what people think they can be. Uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm going to take the Minnesota Vikings. Adam Thielen's probably not going to play. Amari Cooper's getting an MRI on his knee. If he doesn't play, that really evens things out. It's, it does. But it, for, for me, the Kirk Cousins factor, until he wins a game in primetime, a big game in primetime, especially on the road, I, I won't pick him. I feel like it's a, a good time for another big Dalvin Cook game. Feels like it's been a while since we've seen a really nice Dalvin Cook performance. He that looked, would help him a lot. That would help he him quite a bit. Like the best running back early in the the year, and then Christian McCaffrey kind of outpaced Came out of him. Nowhere. Yeah. yeah, he had three hundred plus yard games to start the season. Cook did just seventy one and ninety eight in the last two. Well, he had one hundred forty two against the Lions. I feel like big Dalvin Cook game, uh, gonna gonna beat the Cowboys. Okay, so uh, we differ on that pick. I don't know if we're gonna differ on this one. I'm curious. Uh, it's the best game of the week. I think, inarguably, it might it may be one of the best games of the season so far. The best game in history, bro. Sunday night's game. Yeah, Monday night finally gets a good matchup. Only to be Seahawks ruined. at 49ers is what we're talking about here. Yeah, we got Seahawks. And 49ers Niners. are favored by six at home. Yeah. Uh, here's where I'm torn. 
I, I think all around Niners are a better team. Yes. Division game though, everything kind of gets evened out a little bit. Usually I feel like, yeah. And I just, the 49ers have to lose at some point. So it's like, do I pick them to lose this week or do I wait like two weeks for their next tough matchup? I'm going to pick them to lose this week to the Seattle Seahawks. If Russell Wilson really wants that MVP status, he's got to beat the 49ers. And it's hard because I want to pick the 49ers. I think think that defense is going to be tough, even for Russell Wilson, but... They gotta shit. They gotta. They gotta play bad one week. Yeah, I was gonna take. I was gonna take the Seahawks, but I'm not picking. I'm not gonna pick against the 49ers again until they until they lose a game. Fair enough. I feel like I'd be stupid to do that. Their running game is going to be hard. I mean, both teams like to try to run first, right? So whichever team has success doing that early, I think is gonna be the winner but i don't know right and i trust i trust the 49ers to contain the seahawks running game more than the other way around right no that's i mean although the 49ers 49ers are a better uh, team defense showed a few holes against arizona for sure but that's you know it's a kind of a throwaway thursday night game i don't really put too much stock into it oh that's they're on 10 days rest aren't they they are fuck it Mm. And the yeah, and the Seahawks just played uh, an overtime game too, My, or sun, Sunday overtime. Ah, uh, that changes things for me. I'm gonna go to. I'm pay, I'm taking the 49ers now. Oh goddamn! Got a copycat on our hands. Sorry. No, I'll stick with the Seahawks. He's doing it. Have it. Good. Have some balls. Sir. It goes against my guts. It goes against who I think's the better overall team. But I'm gonna take the Seahawks. He's going to do it. There we go. Your boy, Big T. Make sure you you paid close attention to this episode. He always does. He's a, a great friend of the podcast. Uh, yeah, we need, we'll need. we update you on our pick records next week. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I don't know if it was actually any shorter today, but we did it. <laughs> Let's hope so. <laughs>